Hey, welcome to Tune Time, bringing you Newcastle United news and discussion. So first and foremost, have to get into this thing with Lee Mason. He's been dropped from VAR duty for one weekend. I don't feel like this um, punishment is reflective of the poor decision that he made. I feel like the referees have to be held to a high standard and much like the players when they get sent off the band for free games you know and I believe it should be something similar free game weeks where he's not allowed to do any type of um, in-game duties you should have to observe and taking take notes of some kind as well as um, showing his reflections of what he's observed during a match you know, I believe something like that actually could work as it would allow these referees to become a bit more humble because it seems some of them are they try and impact the games a bit too much because I heard something about supposedly referees when they have their post-match review they don't really care as much about teams who are um, seen as less marketable shall we say than the bigger teams in the um, league, like the six U trolls, to try and defect and join the Super League, which thankfully failed quite miserably, like it should have. To be honest, I believe that's a, actually you no. Know that's a, a story for another day. So I'm not gonna get into that. But um, yes, I heard that the bigger teams, when when they are officiating those games. They want to get as many good reviews from those teams as possible so they get to um, officiate the bigger matches you know and that's disgusting and it's wrong i understand that there is supposed to be some type of post-match review so managers or the coaching staff or the players can reflect on how they perceived a referee to have um, officiated the game but it should um, be anonymized it should, it should be anonymous, you know, it, there should be, it goes to the um, powers that be, the in the PGMOL, and they have that information, but it's, it's just kept on, within those, um, within their vault, you know, if you understand what I mean, so it shouldn't be a thing where the referees know what's going on, because it's wrong, it's wrong that, um, that some of them will go out of their way to curry favour with the bigger teams and that will lead to biased uh, decisions and it, it will almost seem like corruption at times when you see the inconsistencies you know, well, everyone understands bigger teams are going to get those decisions now and again it's inevitable because the pressure of that the the referees face is um it's not envi enviable, but still the game's supposed to be fair and impartial. We we accept that there'll be a lot of things that happen, but when you see those big decisions going against teams, it's wrong, and it has to end. So something like that should I feel like that would be unfair if he's banned from um any official duties or in-game duties he's in the VAR room 
or in the referee's room and he's not allowed to speak he just has to observe and take notes and he hands it in to the officials of the PGMOL or the referees association whatever it's called is it has to hand it in and then they review it because some of these guys have not a lot of humility to be honest because they're making poor decisions and they're happy to continue and it can't it cannot continue because it's spoiling the game and that's what's most important because I was watching Demo Gallagher when he was breaking it down when he was, and he said it shouldn't have even been he could he wouldn't have given a goal if he had been there he would have given a penalty and I felt when I thought about it that's right because it wouldn't have been a goal you know you have it was like um like dominoes falling down is that's what led to their own goal it's Tyreek Mitchell's action pushing Joe Willick in the back led to Joe Willick falling into Gaeta and then the ball hit off them bounced back to um, Tyreek Mitchell and then it went in so there was different actions that led to that goal and the first action was the foul on Joe Willick with the push in the back and I thought that would have been fair as but like he said um, if you watch it on Sky Sports on the YouTube look for Dermot Gallagher and he's speaking to um, his panel and he, he just made it quite clear what, what should have happened but he felt like what probably happened in the VAR booth that the referee had been given a very narrow definition of what have happened and that wasn't fair as the VAR, VAR probably told him just look at what happened for the goal instead of what led up to the goal and you could even see on the monitor that the referee should have seen that a push had happened on Joe Willock but somehow he, he totally missed it as he was just searching for the foul by Joe Willock on Gaeta um, yeah that's something that really does need to change because it's spoiling the game to be honest and VAR should work as a system it's very simple you know it's a video of an incident a referee should know the, the guy the people in the VAR booth should know what's, what to look for they have multiple angles I mean the commentary team on Saturday I remember watching it is they saw it straight away so how didn't how didn't the people in the VAR booth see it which makes me just wonder what are they doing I've said this before but they're paid they're paid professionals and the standard of officiating is terrible for, for what they're supposed to be doing they, they this is their profession this is their career this this is what they do so they should be aiming for excellence and it doesn't seem like they are and it has to change I've seen things like on the reddit and the NUFC read it today and they were talking about maybe it, sh it should be seen very much like a profession where you do a degree of some sort of or apprenticeship and you go through the national leagues the national league and the, um, the lower leagues of the football league and you gradually progress and you're taking games and you do a multitude of things to have that experience and those different um points of view what 
yeah, I have to see what happens. And um, I just want to talk about everyone's been quite excited about Elliot Anderson and stuff. I just felt like he was a good young player, but the more I see of him, the more exciting he becomes. It's, there's a, a lot of potential in him, you know, it's, and I just want to see what they have plans to do with him. I know a lot of us are quite anxious to see some local players playing for the first team, but I thought Eddie Howe was going to do the right thing with him and just take his time, let him continue to train with the first team, get his minutes off the bench and when the opportunity does arise, and it will, as we've already seen there's been quite a few injuries, but the right opportunity to um, put him on the pitch and allow him to showcase his ability. He's already shown that he can impact the game positively. But I don't want to see undue pressure put on him because he looks like he's got a quite level head on his shoulders and he's um, he doesn't seem phased by all this attention that he's been getting. But I really do want to see him become a success story at Newcastle United, especially with everything that's happened. So in terms of um, the ambition that's the, at the club now, because I was watching the Champions League today and seeing uh, just the Champions League show, I should say, and seeing Phil Ford in at Manchester City. That's that's what you want to see at Newcastle. That the players like Elliot Anderson. There's more more of that coming through the club. That, that's what I want to see for the Newcastle United, to be honest. That as ambitious as the club is, that they utilise the academy as a feel that has been so um, underutilised is apparent, to be honest. It's totally disgusting the way it hasn't been being used to its full capacity and potential. And thankfully, we've from what I've seen, we've got the right people at the club now to fully grasp the um, potential of the academy. And the, um, the amount of talent in the Northeast, because the amount of young players that have to go throughout the football leagues and, you know, other academies to showcase their abilities or get the right training so they can make it as a top level player, it's just unbelievable and thankfully he's been given the opportunity to um, just grow and in, in a way that's not going to um, destroy everything it's just slowly and there will come a time when, when he's ready and I don't feel like he's ready for that start yet I really do feel Eddie Howe's doing the right thing with him he, further down the line he'll get his opportunities I believe this season he'll get quite a few times to start but I feel that Eddie Howe wants to give the team first and foremost that foundation and get get everybody settled a bit especially considering we suffered quite a few injuries quite early in the season so 
My father, he wants to bed him in, but he wants to have that um, that buffer around him. The likes of Bruno, Sam Maximan, Wilson, you know, we've got eyes that Joe Linton. Um, well, Shelby won't be back until January, but he wants as much as as much um, quality around him to just allow him just to be comfortable in the environment he's in and as much as he's trying to make an impact that he doesn't have to try and for I guess to put the team on his back he's just he's just trying to impact the game through his individual efforts and making certain that he works at the team instructions that is being given well anyway thank you once again for listening wherever you are have a good morning afternoon evening or night peace